Good to go? Mm -hmm. All right. Hello, everyone. Hi. I am Clark. I am Jim. He is Clarkson, and we are the Film Thugs. Goodbye, love. And this is this is uh, another love. thing getting in the way of us using our regular music. Didn't know what time it was. The lights were low. Oh, oh. I leaned back <laughs> on my radio. I was going to go with a serious one on this point, but this is too good not to. <laughs> it is for those who do not know. This is Dewey Cox. Yeah. Uh, walk hard. But his version of Starman by David Bowie. And, and here we go. <laughs> so, I'm going to keep this running in the background. Uh, because, well, actually for this, I'm, I am going to switch to a different song in a second here. But this... Year and week has been trying. And I'm going to go through this in sort of the way that I re I've reacted to him. Lemmy was upsetting, but not at all a surprise if you really think about it. He'd no, been no. stopping shows, all that. Rickman was a surprise and a tragedy. I mean, that's oh, yeah. undeniable. I cannot wrap my head around Bowie. Yeah. I absolutely cannot make sense of it yet because... I had to learn who Alan Rickman was. Yeah. I had to learn who Lemmy was. I feel as though my whole life, I've known who David Bowie is. Sure. And just the, the, he's one of those guys that no matter what was happening, he was at the forefront of it. He was cooler than everyone else. Yeah. And as you said on the show once, if aliens were to land and ask to be taken to our, to you know, to the planet's king and queen, it'd be David Bowie and Amon. Because yeah, like, yes, well, that's that's that's, that's the best them. we can do. Them, they, just, they'll be yeah. the they'll be the most polite to you. Yes, they, they'll sort of be our spokespeople I can, here. I can think of better rulers, but mm. none that I want to speak for me in this particular situation. Yeah. Yes, uh -huh. talking to aliens. Well, mm. here are two lovely and creative people. <laughs> yes, talk uh, to them. He is, um, there's a great Onion article. David Bowie asks him, uh, should we just do lasagna tonight? <laughs> yeah. He is, <sighs> there is that level of rock star that goes beyond just a person. Oh, yeah. And Bowie has been there since the fucking late 60s. At least since the Aladdin, oh, yeah. saying it, early yeah, yeah, 70s. Absolutely. What was amazing was his most profitable album, Let's Dance, his first huge, like, yeah, uh, was basically done to fuck over a manager who had him in a shitty contract that was like, you, we, I get half your royalties until this year. That year hit, didn't get half his royalties, released his biggest selling album ever. Is that the one he brought Nile Rodgers in? Uh, it might have been. That's the one that has Stevie Ray Vaughan playing guitar on. Yeah, 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 I believe that's right. Uh, Nile, I want uh, you to do what you do best. Yeah. What's that? Make hits. Make hits, man. Uh, the best, all that I got to say is that he's the guy who is able to do, uh, and we're going to talk about Bowie for a minute because it's David, uh, it's David Bowie. fucking Bowie. Uh, I, again, I'm still it, more than anything. I'm sitting here scratching my head, figuring out how to wrap my, wrap it around the fact that in the year 2000, this is how he, how awesome he was able to make a song. Everyone knew. I don't know if you've heard this version of it. But the break where it goes into the recognizable part is so fucking fantastic. Uh, but, I mean, from movies 
to music to movies to even appearances on TV shows. Have you seen the interview of him on MTV where he turns it on the guy's like, yeah, I think it's a shame your network doesn't play more black artists. And they were like, well, I don't know. He's like, yeah, really? Really? That's interesting. You know, just what about the, and fucking calls them out on it. And yeah. suddenly the interviewer is, oh shit, I'm, I'm being interviewed on behalf of the company now. Fuck. Uh, it just, the number of people I knew back in college who will say shit like, yeah, I went to a David Bowie concert back in college. You know, you went and saw Nine Inch Nails open for him and then left before Bowie took the stage. Yeah. I remember because I saw you that night. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you do that? Especially on that tour. Yeah. I mean, sh- and we'll- I annoyed the shit out of my college roommate with the outside records. Mm. We'll get to that in just a second. But this right here, it's like a very calm version of, you know, you, you recognize the lyrics. Like, okay, I know what China this girl. is. No, 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 no. You'll, you'll get it. You'll get it when it breaks. Oh. It's the my favorite fucking transition. Oh wow. Like, oh shit! There's something about being able to do a totally different version of it and then BAM! Here's what you know, here's what you love. But really, David, I knew his work, but I was never a huge fan until this. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) This is what David Bowie was doing in the late 90s. Oh, and the best thing that goddamn Trent Reznor was ever involved in. I'm afraid of Americans. Ugh. I mean, By the it, way, I got Earthling Bowie. Yeah, on my test. Uh huh. Yeah, I my, got that figures. Yeah, same here. I got. I, <laughs> that's the exact same one I got. Like, yeah, that's not surprising at all. Uh, he also was the, uh, I think, the best odd celebrity cameo ever on uh, Family Guy. Did you ever see that? Uh, no. Um, it was. Uh, they were. They were. They're at the premiere for the Family Guy movie, and Trisha Takanawa is interdu- interviewing everyone, and David Bowie comes in All and... The way to- Just you shut your mouth. Yes. Oh, I made love to Miss Ziggy Stardust. I tell you what, I made you fish bar soup. Fish bar. <laughs> Thank you, Trisha, for setting your people back a thousand years. <laughs> yeah, just David Bowie yeah. said, just you shut your mouth. <laughs> it's... Uh, or Zoolander. Oh God! <laughs> That's the that one. Intri- uh, perhaps I could. I could be of assistance. Let's dance. dance. <laughs> yeah. And of course, yes, he would. David Bowie would be there. He is much like James Spader. I didn't know what David Bowie. I didn't know what David Bowie was doing at any given time. I just knew it was cooler <laughs> than what I was doing. Yeah. At, at my coolest, the coolest shit I've ever done in my life. David Bo- Bowie was doing something substantially cooler. Yeah. Um, right now, Bowie Street in downtown Austin, somebody put up the David Bowie signs. Yes. And uh, it's the, the guys that co-founded yeah. South by Southwest. And here's the thing I feel like where they're talking about like permanent renaming. I think of the section downtown. Yeah. Yes. Like the part of downtown streets that's named Willie Nelson Avenue. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Just for the, like a couple of blocks, the rest of it, Jim Boot, fine. I don't know. 
a couple of bucks in the in, you know what we like to call the live music capital of the world. They can't help themselves. Well, no, they, they, self, yeah. self-appointed. Yes, um, they can't help themselves. I heard a report on this this morning oh, <clears throat> with um, David Bowie Street temporarily changed because blah 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 blah. Right, we used a sticker to put over the sign, so yeah. it wasn't vandalism. And, and it was who gives a shit yeah. for the week to honor yeah. David Bowie? Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. But then, uh-huh. ah, you just had to fucking push it. Uh-huh. Like, we have a petition now. We'll just rename it David Bowie. Well, and uh, permanently rename it. And to make our, make our case, here's a historian, uh, a history professor from UT, who then goes on and goes, well, I don't know by today's standards if we would even have a Jim Bowie Boulevard. He, he was a human trafficker, after all, as I take uh, today's lenses and look at everything and paint it with this broad brush. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about no? Yeah. See, now well, I'm pissed. You see, the only thing that I'll put it as is, like I said, if they did the section of it downtown in the entertainment district, like I said, pick uh, A Street. I yeah, pick fucking, one fucking crossway. Yeah, three block radius. Done. Uh, yeah, that I'd be fine with because. Or put fine. a sign underneath it. Yeah. I can see. But God but this damn it. Whole, yeah, they, they have to do it in a fucking stupid way. If you just shut up and, like, isn't it nice just to have this one little intersection called David Bowie? Well, yeah. you put it underneath Jim Bowie. Yeah, put it there. Why not? And it's not even Jim Bowie. It's just Bowie Street. Right. We'll just put it under there. Yeah. It's like if we start doing that, then we're going to... Nope. What I love is somebody shut down... There are like four high schools in Houston that were named after Confederate generals that that they're renaming, which... You know what? I get why. I don't think it's... But people are like, oh, then while you're at it, you need to rename Houston because he was a Confederate... And everyone's response was like, no. See, he was kicked out of all the shit because he didn't agree with the Confederacy. He was against it. He's like... Learn your shit before you just jump out and say, Here's oh, what well. you should do. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Do fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. Because that isn't doing anything. Yeah. It will not do anything. No, it won't. It will not change anyone's mind. Nope. It will not... Some racist motherfucker no. out there no. who thinks that another person's melanin content, yeah. whatever yeah. amount it may or may not be, uh-huh. <laughs> is therefore superior or inferior to right. them. Right. Nothing will change yeah. because you took down a statue of Robert E. Lee mm-hmm. or whomever. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. It yeah. is a pointless act yeah. that is long on show and short on substance. Yes. yes. But that's 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 our that's, that's, that's what we are now. Here. Yeah. Yeah. That is America, right there. Yeah. I I don't know. It's just frustrating that of course they're bringing this with Bowie into it. Bowie was awesome. It was awesome, and it would be cool. You know, the have something right there in the entertainment district. Why the hey, fuck? Not? How about yeah, yeah, here we go. Uh. How about you leave the street as it is for the uh. man who died uh. fighting. Uh, for Texas independence, and uh-huh. put a statue there. You people love statues. Yeah. Put a statue there. Yeah. David Bowie, there you go. Everybody shut up. Mm-hmm. It's just whenever somebody has to take it into the stupid area that it doesn't belong in and has no that, real that relevance, it it's just... Uh, Again, today's lenses. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You Come really on. don't want to start doing that because... You really don't. Then anyone who's not alive today is awful. <laughs> yeah. And let's be honest Come about on. that. No matter who, you do you really want to look at everything Abraham Lincoln ever said? Do you? Do you really want to get into do that you? lens? Do you? Do you? If you're, if you're there saying, yeah, why not? Yeah. Read more. Read yeah, do more. you really want to get into any of this stuff? Because Read more about some of his travel plans he had for people that were causing trouble. Yeah. You really, it's one of those. with Gavin and back away from the microphone. Yeah. It's one of those, be careful. And we're not saying you should be doing this. We're saying when you start doing it. You don't really get to pick and choose where you do. Remember it. when we talked about consistency yeah, last time? That's my whole thing. Consistent. Are you? You really want to do that? Yeah. Well, you've got, you've got some thirsty work ahead of you, pal. Yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> as it, every well, th- there was a great thing in Cracked where they were talking about uh, 
like the people from the past and all that. And they said this guy on, on one of the crack podcasts, like, you know, all these, these ideas that you think are great when you talk about travel, time travel and all that. It's like, Hey, Daniel, imagine, uh, imagine that, uh, Thomas Jefferson was still alive today. Okay. Awesome. And then he sits there and goes, well, kind of has a conversation and something goes, Oh, Oh God. No. Oh God. No. <laughs> like the most progressive person from back then is a screeching, unrealistic misogynistic racist by today's standpoint and a genius yes Mm -hmm. yes you got to remember that yes he was a brilliant everything he figured all that but uh there's a lot of shit you he is the guy that would make your racist grandpa go fucking dial that down sir yeah. There there are women and children present here. They don't need to hear your... And uh, one yeah. of the last presidents to deal with Muslim terrorists. I'll be good. Wow. Uh. <sighs> so, yeah, even yeah. back then. Mm-hmm. Read, the, mm-hmm. read about that shit. Yes. That'll curl your hair. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Bowie's... Yeah, Bowie's one of those that is... It is so different with this one because... I'm having a hard, like, yeah, there are folks who died, bigger names that have died in my lifetime. Sinatra, you know, yeah, sure. you know, Fred Astaire and names like, but, but Bowie, I didn't grow up around that. Yeah. Realized too that like Sinatra had kind of, he, he was not creating entirely new shit. He wasn't pushing the envelope of everything up until the day he died. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he, he did what he did very well. Uh, oh yeah. No I, I question. Just, it's, it's, it's like, um, uh, the departed and, uh, Goodfellas as yeah. far as what do you relate to? Yeah. Well, I relate to David Bowie stuff because yeah. I was around it. It exactly, was around yeah. me. It was uh-huh. in the pop culture I consumed as a child, mm-hmm. as an adult. It just never left. Yeah. He was always there until right. he wasn't. Exactly. Uh, and Sinatra was, yeah, it's good. And yeah. I'm not saying mm-hmm. one is better or what, yeah. what I, yeah. I don't have to. Right. I'm not making a judgment. I'm no, like, uh-uh. I don't. That's good. Yeah, that's Sinatra, fantastic. Yeah, it's not. It's not in my window. Yeah, it wasn't in our window. It wasn't in our world. He was our parents' guy. And what's weird is Bowie was my parents in my, my parents' generation, mm-hmm. and still in mine. Right, almost more so in mine because mm-hmm. he maintained that relevance. Oh yeah, and it's one that I still, whenever I think about it, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand this sentence. David Bowie has died. Yeah. I don't get it. It doesn't register as a real thing to me at this point. Shitty. Because he's one of those that was in a different level. And the fact that he kept it secret. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And Rickman keeping it secret. Yeah. I, uh, all the shit that was posted about Rickman of everything he's ever done. And I'm going to tell you one thing that's, that's weird. But in a second. I don't think he ever had a better line delivery than and you figured this out all by yourself. <laughs> Just the, the way he's looking at the guy. And you figured this out. <laughs> you fucking idiot. He was not the first person they offered Snape to in the Harry Potter books, in the Harry Potter movies. They originally offered it to Tim Roth. Oh, wow. Who, and I know a lot of people, oh, Rickman was perfect. Rickman was great. Tim Roth was what was in the books. Tim and Roth was what's on the page. Much more unsympathetic. Uh-huh. I think it would have come out of left field more. Yeah. yeah. For and, prom- so people well, and also, Sni- Snape was written a little weaselier right. looking, and Roth has that. a certain that. weight. 
mm-hmm. to Rickman. That like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bad, but he's not. Yeah, there's an authoritative moral weight to bad. him. Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's bad. And Roth didn't do it because he was doing Planet of the Apes, and they they would have had to have flown him back and forth. And it's one like, whoops, dude. If you had just sucked it up, and he was like, no one knew what it was going to be. Y- yes, they did. They so everyone knew what that was going to be. Absolutely knew what this your, was going to be. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a 7 come 11 job. Yes, uh-huh. Everybody knew what yeah. Potter was going to be. Potter was locked in. You yeah. were golden. And it's still, Rickman, I as thought, was As soon as they didn't perfect. cast any Californians yeah. in yes. <laughs> Potter, we all knew. Okay. Yeah, Roth would have been great, but Rickman was amazing. I, The one that I, I still, the movie that I want to watch of his, to, that will be my way of finally dealing with, because I'm still wrapped around Bowie. I haven't had a chance to attack mm-hmm. Rickman. Rickman is one of the few people who's given us a movie that will help us deal with him being dead. And that is truly madly mm, deeply. Yeah. And that's a movie that I say outright, if you have not seen it, do yourself a favor. Doesn't even come close right. to my sentiment on that. Yes, absolutely. Give yourself an amazing gift. This movie is one of the most beautiful films ever made. Yeah. It is simple. It is, uh, sparse in the way it's filmed and everything because of how it's filmed. It's low budget. On it. But basically it's a movie about dealing with Alan Rickman's death. Right. Quite literally. Oh, it's such a fucking good one. And I think everyone needs to see it. And if you're having a hard time wrapping your head around Rickman being gone, watch that. Yeah. yeah. Or January Man. Where he's oh, January. Handed, uh, I've got. I have hired a, by Kevin yeah. Klein. I have a copy of January Man. Haven't watched it since it was new. That'll be one that we'll watch at some point. Um, uh. But yeah, this uh, Rickman's death is very sad to me and very personal in a lot of ways because yeah. he's that kind of workman actor that I've always yeah. really liked. Absolutely. Who's you know this is what I do and I'm a professional and I'm, uh, but Bowie is. Yep. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, realize this is a guy who had David Bowie net. He was doing his own internet service provider in the mid nineties. Cause he's like, that's a world without walls. Yeah. F- fuck. <laughs> when my parents who were his age were like, I've got an AOL and I, d- I need to get on the internet, not AOL. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, and Bowie was like, no, I'm going to have my own service provider. It's going to be amazing. Like, yes, yes of course. Of fucking, of course you will. <laughs> of course you yeah. will. Because you're goddamn David Bowie. I don't know what other cities did, but despite all my complaints about Austin, Texas, and there are many, yeah. they remain. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Alamo, man, yeah. good job. Yeah, they had that whole sing along. Yeah, uh, and then it got so big they just rented out the music hall and did a whole thing. Yeah, called God and Man uh-huh. this past weekend. Uh, Nicole and I's friend Danae went to it. Of course, she just you know. Smiled and cried the right. whole time. And for those, that's the Alamo Draft House. We have the original. Yeah, sorry. I didn't, mean, guys, the, I didn't yeah. mean the actual historical yeah. building. Yeah, it took me a second. I realized the I, Alamo. Yeah, the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Uh, we have the original. We have the best. We have the one that does all the coolest shit yeah. that everyone else is is trying to catch up with. It's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that. And of course, they did one for him. You know, perfect. And I just, yeah. I, I still maintain in the prestige when he does his entrance as Tesla through the lightning. Oh. <laughs> Shit. It was like Christopher Nolan went to Bowie's house, was waiting for him. Bowie entered the and that's how Bowie entered the room. And he was like, <laughs> oh, Is yeah. it all right if I do that in my movie? <laughs> says, sure. Yeah, why not? Sure. Sure. Mm. But I will give credit above anyone else. 
I never knew what to think of Ricky Gervais because he plays the egotistical card so well. Little fat man who <laughs> sold his soul. Little fat man who sold his dream. Chubby little loser. National joke. The clown that no one laughs at. They all just wish he died. He sold his soul for a shot at fame. Catchphrase and wig and the jokes are lame. He's got no style. He's got no grace. He's banal and facile. He's a black wasted space. See his pug nose face. Pug, 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 pug. Again, see his pug nose face. When he's working out the lyrics that so depressed with being useless, <laughs> fatty takes his no fatso 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 he plays. But the twelve problem is yes, that's great, Diane. Yes, thank you, Diane. <laughs> oh, it's God! The fact that Ricky Gervais was like, yeah, I've got, I'm going to have David Bowie tear me apart. Yeah, and it's so beautiful, and that is such a perfectly Bowie song. Yes, so perfectly. If you've seen shit where he was on Conan, he had such a great sense of humor oh, with yeah. everything there. There's just uh, yeah, Elvis and I were drinking buddies. We drive around in a big Cadillac. None of this happened, did it? Well, that's what I was told. There's <laughs> <laughs> one where he had Bowie sing a song, uh, like that he was playing guitar and Bowie just oh, had yeah, this. Yeah. Like, uh, and then <sighs> ground control. <laughs> God. You have it's... the best hair in rock and roll. Oh, thank you. He doesn't think so because he doesn't have any. <laughs> just point to some random guy. That's good. <sighs> yeah, it's there. There are people who are in another realm yeah. of all of it, and Bowie, uh, he will absolutely be missed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sucks. I mean, the fact that every level from kids entertainment on up. Yeah, he, he, was, was, he was around when the first time I saw Labyrinth, and yeah. then mm-hmm. when I heard, I heard music, of course, since yeah. before I even knew what the who he was. Yes. Uh huh. Went out into Winds, mm-hmm. bought a tape. <sighs> Of just random David Bowie. I think it was yeah. a compilation, Golden Years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Blew my damn mind. Yeah. I haven't stopped listening to David Bowie since. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So it's it's such an or will odd... I stop now? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's an amazing. He he's one of those people that you're like you're glad to say you were around when he was doing shit, mm-hmm. and that you were aware of who he was, and that you appreciated him while he was alive. Because and if you go back to our Nolan show years ago, we were like, fucking David Bowie is oh, Tesla. Yeah. That entrance, holy shit, that is the only way to have Bowie enter something. Just fucking through a field of fucking genius. lightning. So, we're going to have his Tesla. Just seeing Nolan ex- excited. Uh, God, David Bowie. <laughs> what? What? David Bowie's Tesla. He didn't look a thing like Tesla. It's David Bowie! Yeah. It's, uh, he'll look enough. <laughs> really? So really? What, is da- what does fucking What's Tesla, Tesla look, look like? like? You know what Tesla looks like? David yeah. Bowie. <laughs> Because that's who it is. <laughs> Forever and ever now. That's who he looks like. 
Oh, uh, man. So but yeah, cool. he is just, you know, wherever he is, he's doing something cooler than us now. I love the picture of him and Lemmy where it's like right now, the coolest and strangest band ever is warming up. Yeah. You don't get to sing now, Lem. You're so so relieved. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God. Oh, you're allowing me talent. <laughs> oh, Bowie just... Man, it is... It's just... All I can say is fucking David Bowie, David Bowie and man. Lemmy. Yeah. Way to get it where it hurts. Yeah. Death. Yeah, in two fucking... In, Shit. In three, three weeks. weeks, yeah. Bowie and fucking Rickman. I'm yeah. just braced for who's next. And what sucks is in the interim of that... People like, you know, Dan Haggerty, who played Grizzly Adams, yeah. died. And it's like, hey, dude, any other time, you might have gotten some play. But... Uh, he knows. Nope. Yeah. Like, f- you knew that once he saw Bowie die, like, oh, David shit. Bowie died? Uh, nobody's shit. gonna know. Fuck. Well, I do, Dan. Yeah. We all do. We all do. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, David Bowie genuinely will be missed. And, uh, fuck, I just... I don't want... Ugh. Yeah. This is just too rough a way to end and begin a year. I've had a rough year, Dad. Yeah, had a rough year. You know what? I think we. I think right now because of this, we're going to skip the writing session mm. because I'm not. I really, don't feel funny. Yeah, I don't feel funny. I'm not <laughs> in that mindset, and I think that line pulls us into uh, our Criterion Year continues with spine number one fifty seven, the Royal Tannenbaums. What's weird is I remember liking Rushmore so much mm-hmm. uh, that it was like when they announced the next day, oh, he's going to make a movie about a family of geniuses. I was like, oh, okay, it's not going to be Rushmore. So kind of like yeah. after Usual Suspects when it was like Kevin Spacey's going to be doing this 50s crime noir movie. Like, I don't fucking yeah. care. Called L.A. Confidential, oh, whatever. And it came out. I'm like, this is, oh, my fucking God. This is so This was one of those that I didn't, it was much like the first time I saw Rushmore. I didn't need to process it. To understand how good it was, yeah. Until today, I realized I don't think I ever understood how good this was, yeah. Until today, somehow, like it, I have seen this movie more times than I can count. Watching it today, did you feel this too, or was it just me? No, that, no, like, absolutely. It, I, there, there was something landing in it. I'm like, this is. It's like um, someone <laughs> said. Remember that house you mm. you grew up next to? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, saw it all my life. Okay, you remember it having a second floor? Huh? What? Yeah. No, it, no. No. Well, it does. And a basement. And it's the size of a city block. <laughs> so, uh This is not what I thought it was. What mm. the fuck? Everything is no, wrong. No, it was just it was yeah. just, it was just a, yeah, a good building. No, yeah. no, no. It's no. a great building. Yeah. Yeah, it had a par- <laughs> it had parapets. It, <laughs> it was fucking everything. amazing. Yeah. Shoots. Yeah, this it is like you said it is a at its core this movie is not a funny story. No, it's a it solid is a drama. It's a solid drama. That does what good comedy should do. It's comedy 100% yeah. comes from the characters. Yeah. 100% yeah. is character-driven comedy. Like, like all the best. Yeah, yeah. You know, y- you, like MASH. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. MASH is funny uh-huh. because of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, the fact that you do have a guy who is a, a total... <laughs> I've always Not been an mash. asshole. Stripes. I'm sorry. Yeah, mash stripes, too, yeah. But stripes more. I've more. always been an asshole. It's... Uh, it's kind of my thing. But I would really be blue if you thought, I don't think you're an asshole. I just think you're kind of a son of a bitch. And the response, I really appreciate that. Like, I really appreciate that. Yeah, that genuinely is like, that is the nicest thing that anyone has ever said to me. 
<laughs> it's so true. Abs- we make a big deal about openings on this show. Yeah. And I'm sure yes. other movie shows do as well. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they do? And who right. cares what yeah, they who do? who cares? You shouldn't. Fuckers. Barbarian! Yeah, you shouldn't care. <laughs> Why are you listening to other yeah. movie shows? We ain't saying. What you doing? You, you don't bring me flowers. <laughs> you don't. You're two time in the film. You program. never talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you. right, damn it. Yeah, it's not right. Uh, intros. <sighs> My God, what yeah. a fucking setup. Like, I've always known the beginning of it was good, but for some reason, like... No, the, this is like Snatch good. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh. Then it's oh when the music hits, the, yeah. the Hey Jude, like, mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. With the bird flying over mm-hmm. the city, and then you get the opening credits with that, I love the cast of characters yeah. angle with it, where it's... Here is this character, basically in the shot of them, giving you a lot of what you need to know about them right? with the actor and character names. Mm-hmm. Mm. And how they were able to summarize that, oh God, I totally get why two of these children do not want anything to do with their father. Yeah. you Like Richie, you get that he was the favorite that he connected to, so oh, Richie. But you get why Chaz wants nothing to do with him. Yeah. You absolutely get why Margot wants nothing to do with him. Who still kind of wants something, but keeps pushing her away. Yeah. Yeah. She sort of is. It's, it's, she's one of There's those. There's a that, longing there that's yeah. not in Chaz, yeah. even though there is deeper in Right. Yeah. She takes a step forward. Right. And Royal's like, what the fuck was that? And then she just <laughs> retreats. Sorry about that. Mm. <laughs> Sorry about that. And it's amazing how this is one of those where it, it, it always fascinates me when there's somebody who's been a fuck up their whole life, who's been an asshole, yeah. right? and then they decide they want to change and puts it on you. <laughs> it's like, hey, I've decided I want you. I, that's why I like Steve-O on The Nerdist. Mm. I gained a lot of respect for him because he was talking about going into, you know, he's been sober for a long time. Right. And he's like, you know, there was this neighbor, eh, there was this neighbor of mine that yeah. like, he had three rooms in this one apartment, the three apartments. And like, like, what's that? Well, one of them was a skate park. Uh, they had indoor. Yeah. Actually, it might have been on Rogan, but he's like the guy who lived next door to me. Like, called the cops because we were being loud one night, and we were. And like, I busted a hole through the wall into his apartment. So he oh, goes, man. and he said, I tried to make amends. I contacted him about making amends, and he said, no, he wasn't ready to. And I said, you know what? Then my amends to him will be leaving him alone and giving him that because as he Could. said, make amends except for when doing so would bring harm to yourself or others. Right. And the fact that, because there's so many people like, hey, I'm trying to say I'm sorry. What the <laughs> fuck, man? I'm yeah. apologizing. Accept like, it. Yeah, like, I want to apologize. I don't want to see you. You have that yeah. right. And okay, I'm sorry for everything I did. Yeah. I apologize. And yeah, you... hopefully one day you'll forgive me. He was an adult about it. Yeah, that's good. And that's, Royal has that like, hey, I'm trying here. I'm wanting to do, like, you have fucked up so much. During my life, no, you don't just get to decide that, oh, I feel like being a good guy because I'm ready to do this now. Like, mm. fucking care. Right. You know, the, the, when they flash back to the, uh, well, how was he able to get these funds? Well, I incorporated when I was too young, so he's a signature. He also stole savings bonds from my, from my safety deposit box. And the look on his face, <laughs> like, fuck, I'm <laughs> right. nailed. It, every chance he got, he betrayed Chaz. He yes. screwed him over. And then, oh yeah, we got another body out here, don't we? Why don't we we'll swing on by her grave too? What was her? Who's that? My wife. Oh, and that. Fuck you! How dare? Like you don't know me. You don't know my life. You know, 
I'm sorry, sorry about your mother. My mother, she was terribly attractive. <laughs> she was a terribly attractive woman. And every part of him is so wrong. And what I like is his change is literally one line by the narrator shows you where the change come from. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, these past few weeks living with you, these past few days with you guys have been the best of my whole life. And it was immediately past after saying days. it that he realized it was true. true. Yeah. And he's so used to lying. And then that that hits him. Mm-hmm. But in, in this, you know, we look at the look at the character development. So Bomber, uh, Richie Tannenbaum, his his progression was is sad. Yeah, because like he's you get the feeling that even though he's off the boat, because he spent all that time by himself traveling around the world on the Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he was always alone. Even when he came back and yeah. he was around people, he had so like isolated himself yeah yeah he's around but no he's still he's still alone he's still totally by himself Mm -hmm. margo much the same way it was you know she kept being told she was an outsider so much that she didn't know how to not be an outsider even with her husband right uh eli was another outsider didn't really belong in the family so she of course connected with him and was able to use the fact that he wasn't in love with her he was in love with the family and i I always wanted to be a Tannenbaum. Yeah. Me too. And, and Richie and Margot kind of have the same rhythm. Yeah. To yeah. themselves. Same tone. Mm-hmm. They kind of deliver lines the same way. Yes. They uh-huh. sort of have the same body language. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So even before they're together. Right. You can kind of say, well, those two pieces should go together. Yeah, they, those two fit. Well, and what's what's interesting Where with that. Where Chaz is like all over the place. Yeah. And, and, uh, and what's his nuts? Uh, um, wow, wow. <laughs> that no Eli that yeah Eli because he yeah he's, he's yeah, more, he, yeah. Yeah, more frenetic and he's trying so hard to be like Margot she always has the wrap mm-hmm. and he's always wearing the jacket over his shoulders without his arms in the sleeves it's like he's trying to be an outsider yeah yeah I'll do this and I'll do drugs mm-hmm. everybody <laughs> knows that Custer died at Little Bighorn my book presupposes is maybe he didn't maybe he didn't <laughs> Ominous amigos. He threw the loose weave <laughs> over the loose weave of the saddlecock and they rode off in the friskalating dusk light. <laughs> friskalating dusk light is one of my absolute favorites. Lee and I used to joke about that all the time. And when I rewrote, uh, like, I, I re- when I gave notes on a scene in one of his yeah. things, I wrote part of a, I wrote part of a scene description for it. And I actually included the phrase friskalating dusk light. And he was like, that is so badass. <laughs> that is, thank you. Um, yeah, Eli is he's that forced outside. He well, Eli very much was an outsider. I mean, he was, yeah. but I mean, yeah, and he was he, he, was, he was very well be a true true blue, yeah, a- outsider. But he's not her kind of outsider, right? Yeah, so yeah. You, you can see him kind of like trying he, to. He's the outsider who wants to be on the inside, yeah, and so now trying he's to, trying like, to act like he doesn't, right? Trying to. Fit in with that weird cast of characters yeah. he observed his entire life. Well, and that's why when it was like, you know, he sends you his press clippings. Yes, I think he likes the encouragement. Mm. And what that tells you is like, wow, that you don't get it. Your mom, he sees it as his mom yeah. too. Like that's his mom as much as he had as an yours. aunt he was raised with. He didn't yeah. have his mom. And if you looked closely at what was happening there, he slept in the, the fold out bed on the couch. I mean, that's that, right. that was a kid who just wanted something and right across the street out his window he sees what he thinks he wants right and how amazing it is and how just oh, chaz that that was a guy who was guarded because you know your dad betrays you that much 
your guard doesn't ever come down. No, I, yeah, and you, it's you, and it's taken to crazy levels. Right when his um, his wife dies, uh-huh. so then it just gets escalated. Yeah, yeah, it pushed him to. Of course, that's where you're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so sad to look at because he's he his relationship with Royal is the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. it's I mean, the through line for it sure. Absolutely is because if you look at it, the climax of that movie is I've been having a really rough year, Dad. Yeah, I know. Rough and, year, Dad. I, I know. I know. And what's beautiful about that is uh, Danny Glover's character, who is the honestly, he's the best person in this movie. Yeah, he is the best person in this movie when he's sitting there and his son's help. You know, well, her, he, he and. Um, Ma Tannenbaum. Him and Ethelene, yeah. Yeah, they're just like good, normal-ish people. Uh Uh-huh. But, I mean, one of the first times you see him talk to Richie, he's like, you're a widower? Yeah. I'm a a widower, too. And that- Oh, to Chaz, yeah. That he turns and puts his hand on his shoulder and says- I know you are, Chaz. I know you are, Chaz. And it's not, because, and here's the thing, that line, if he hadn't, any, uh, any other combination of everything- Yeah. It doesn't work. If he turned to look at him, I know you are, Chaz. But he had to stop what he was doing, turn, put his hand on his shoulder, and just, because that is such a guy thing where it's like, no, I know. I know. It also goes to, if it's anything other than what I'm about to describe, then you you actors are really good. Yeah. I want to say control, but that's not the right word. Uh Uh, um, But I can't think of another one. tight control of exactly what's going on mm-hmm. in the not just frame right or not just scene or uh-huh. the moment but i want this particular moment to look just so yeah and it has to happen just like this mm-hmm. so when you turn to him and say i know Chaz, uh-huh. why don't you put his hand in? i can see the whole thing yeah Wes, uh-huh. in a in a small way yeah his quiet little way you know uh-huh. put your hand on his neck and you know I give know it a Chaz. minute because yeah. there are beats yeah throughout this entire thing mm-hmm. you know i'm always going off about little things yeah to my God, it's a fucking little thing bonanza. I forgot the moment where you did the... It's just Bill Murray. Well, first of all, yeah. if you want that, yeah. and you Wes Anderson, Bill Murray is your guy. Oh, Bill Murray, yeah. Because Bill Murray just does it. Yeah. You don't really need to direct Bill Murray when uh-huh. he does these. If something already looks funny, yeah, or half half off, uh-huh. uh, bicycle made of antique tuba yeah. parts, yeah. which there is. There's right. plenty of sight oh, gags absolutely, all the way. Yeah. Or not even just gags, just like, well, that's odd. Yeah. The pink, pink everywhere yeah, pink, in it. Yeah. Lime green. Mm-hmm. Strange combinations of clothes. Yeah. You know, these are just... Right. Look like a bunch of fucking Weasleys every once in a while. Yeah. Oh, hmm, that's odd. All right, yeah. But you've got Gwyneth Paltrow playing... Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. straight outsider Margot, mm-hmm. and Bill Murray's character, which is his distinct character, not just Absolutely, Bill Murray yeah. with a beard, uh-huh. just looks and then looks down, mm-hmm. and somehow he looks further down with... Out any movement. Yes. Yes. And uh-huh. I just had to be drinking water at uh, that time, and I was just watching him uh-huh. rather than the scene. Right. Like, I want to watch to see how many. <laughs> yeah. And, and I spit water it over literally myself. was like, yeah, moment. choked and then spit water. It was fucking great because that's what <laughs> a moment like that is just. It's what makes a movie great. And this thing is like, uh, 
it's so precisely constructed. Yeah, that's uh, it, constructed. When I when I said when they were on the roof, when he and Richie were on the roof talking about Margot and all that, and there's the part of the the sign for the hotel, mm-hmm. the giant sign for the hotel behind him, let it sign, and I was like, they probably just built that part because he knew that's all that's going to be in it, and. They are walking out towards the, the camera past uh-huh. the sign for yeah. Richie and, and Royal to talk mm-hmm. at the edge of the roof. Yeah. And at the edge of the fucking roof, there's mm-hmm. that beanbag ashtray. Yeah. Yeah. Which means that Royal does this all the time. Yeah. Not talk to Richie. Uh-huh. Go out there and smoke. Yeah. Why does he have the... Yeah. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think to do that. Nope. No one nope. thinks to do that uh-huh. and have a specific beanbag ashtray yeah. except Wes Anderson. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like when he met with Bill Murray, when uh, in Rushmore, when uh, Max meets with Bill Murray's wife to give her the photographs. He's like, yeah. would you like tuna fish? Or like, I've got, I brought refreshments. Like, of course, right. of course, Max would do that. Yep. It's like when and Gus. set up. Yeah, it's like in uh, Breaking Bad when Gus meets with the cartel guys and he has the vegetable tray with yeah, the dip the in crudite. it. the crudite. Yeah, the crudite. Not going to be touched. And he, but. This is what I need to do at this moment. Right. And it, it's because Wes has, I think, a very clear understanding of his characters. Yeah. He and Owen, like, I, I believe Wes is a better writer when he has a partner. Uh, oh, I agree. stuff that he writes on his own, I don't really care for. Um, and it tends to be zanier because I think it's more of uh, Owen Wilson. Right, right. Because when you think, he's not writing it and then we'll make it. Yeah. He's Picturing it first, which uh-huh. is writing, but right. you get my oh, drift. absolutely. It's just not absolutely. like punching it out yeah. on a script to get the uh, words in. I said absolutely, absolutely about it, absolutely. Yeah, she wants the diddly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just okay. I want this picture. Yeah, now let's write it out. Uh, hey, how about a beanbag ashtray like my aunt Janelle had? Yeah, yeah, that's it. But you need someone to bounce uh-huh. that off when you were that mm. wacky. Well, that's why it's like I like. I'm okay with Life Aquatic. I'm all right with it. I did not care for Darjeeling Limited no. at all. And I don't believe you've seen Moonrise. Uh, no. I'm looking forward to the screening of that because that is, he's back. And he wrote that with Roman Coppola. Ooh. So having someone else there, mm-hmm. he's one of those that doesn't need a boss. He's He doesn't need a boss or anything like that. No, he strikes no, no. me I, as the type that just having another person to kind of go through it with helps him line it up a little better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just helps to what that other person gets really excited about, uh-huh. or what that other person doesn't get so excited about. Mm-hmm. It's a good filter for anyone's idea. Exactly. Yeah, when we write something together. It's always that we do it on the show. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. No, mm-hmm. this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. Throw and then you way, know yeah. immediately when someone, one of us goes, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah that's we just move on. It's the Phil Rosenthal <laughs> sitting back down. Yeah, yeah. You say something that you think is funny in the room, just. <laughs> And then you have that slow journey down. back to the chair. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But yeah, that... We'll have a fridge for soda. We do have we a fridge do. We just do. for beer. Just for beer. So take that. So take that, sir. Um, but the, the, the relationships within the characters are so real. Yeah. I mean, because if you look at it, there's almost no interaction between Chaz and Richie. Yeah. Because Chaz doesn't want to talk to Richie. Mm-hmm. Chaz viewed that as, yeah, dad had no time for me, loved you, you were the kid he loved, and you never really tried to bridge shit with me, so, oh yeah, you and dad, back together. It's the way you always fucking wanted it, isn't it? And Richie is just completely just deer in the headlights. Yeah. You know, no, no. No, yeah. Chaz, I love you. You're my brother. Like, no, stop saying that. And just, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that and, and no it, acrimony here, man. Yeah, just what's going on? I don't man? even understand why he doesn't even understand why. Yeah, why would there what? be acrimony? No. This doesn't make sense. No, it, it's a beautiful relationship because, like, family. Uh, I love the, uh, I believe it is Tolstoy at the beginning of Anna Karenina, all happy families are happy in the same way, all unhappy families are unhappy in their own way. Yeah. And that's why unhappy families are interesting in stories. Yeah. Happy family, okay, there's no, comp- there, it's no, going to no, no. be a very generic, yes, everything is wonderful, it's yes. all so great. Look at how happy we are, we're smiling. We're very white. We're going to eat mayonnaise sandwiches mm-hmm. on white bread. That's what we do. That's what whites Hand do. Hand out Oscars to each other. Exactly. Um, again, I love when whenever Hollywood gets up, gets, you know, well, we all need to talk about race. You guys need to talk about race. You know what we did? You came out with a movie with all black cast directed by a black guy, and it became the biggest movie of the fucking summer that wasn't a Jurassic World. Straight out of Compton made huge money because yep. we don't. Fucking care. You know, Creed. Every Rocky fan is like, that motherfucker's awesome. Michael B. Jordan, amazing. He's great. Hollywood's the one who didn't fucking do it. It's like the NFL saying, you know, you guys need to treat domestic violence seriously. Don't talk to me like I'm one of your team owners, motherfucker. We aren't the ones ignoring it. You are. Hollywood, you're the one who's not doing it. You want this shit changed? You can change it. We can't, assholes. We're doing what we do. We're giving the box office dollars where they fucking deserve. Right. Straight out of Compton was huge. Empire is huge. Blackish is huge because we do not look at it and go, I'm not going to watch a show with black people. Black in it. people? We what? go, that show God looks funny. We're going to check it out. And then when it is funny, we keep fucking watching it. Barbaric. Yeah. I don't know about him. The other one's going, uh, this is, uh, we have to have an urban demographic on. The- no, you don't. You just make it good <laughs> and we'll, we don't give a fuck who is in Did it. y'all give a D.W. Griffiths Award well into the 90s? Mm-hmm. I think you probably should have kept on doing it. Yeah. That's just me. Right. Because I don't give a fuck. Right. About your little game. Yeah. It's bullshit. Uh-huh. It's bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, seriously, right now. Blackish might be my favorite comedy on TV. There you go. It is so fucking solid. And it's because you're writing it and you put it out there and making it good. Is the content worth a damn? The content is great. The content is fantastic. And that's all we want. People don't give a shit. Yeah. You have what happens is they'll do a play in like in England where Hermione's played by a black actress, and 25 people on the internet freak out, and, oh, there's a front-page story. The internet freaked out. that's bullshit anyway. Yeah. Any of that stuff is bullshit. Yeah. That tweaking comic books, you yeah. fuckers are the worst at it. You're the worst. It's just gross. Well, I, it's like you're like, hey, here's a banana in your tailpipe. Fall for it. It's a female Thor. Didn't they do that in the 70s? Shut up! Well, actually, the thing with Hermione, J.K. Rowling's response to that was brilliant. She goes, Curly hair and clever. That's the only description yes. I have ever given As of Hermione. Like, ever made, ever. Uh, I'm always in my mind to be a black person. Always. Yeah. She's not She's not saying that. She's like, well, no reason he can't be. I'm side-eyeing yeah. J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she's like, let me do it. Why not? Fuck. I don't. She, but what she's really saying is, I don't I fucking give a shit. care. I don't give a fuck either. I don't give a but, shit. Yeah. <laughs> when you take established yeah. characters and yeah. say, oh, why can't they be? It's just like you're... It's just gross. But it's also, the thing is, too, it depends on what, who you're getting for it. Like, there was a, I think B.D. Wong played Linus on Broadway for It's a Good Man, You're a Good Man, Charlie right. Brown. And you know what I say to that? B.D. Wong's a shit. fucking badass. Well, that's yeah. fine. It's a fucking play. Like it's right. talking about yeah. 
I'm not saying they can't yeah. do that. Uh -huh. I'm saying it feels cheap. Yeah. Well, it feels it's like you're you're it's a, it's cheap fucking heat. Well, when it yeah, it's cheap when heat comes of it. But when it's just put out there, like yeah, here's what we're doing. Yeah. Then it, because with that, like with B D Wong is light. It's, make Spider Man a Latino and black. Yeah. How about he's gay too? Well, Why come not? on, yeah. man. Well, let's do it. What? 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 Yeah. You got what? a problem? You got a yeah. problem? Yeah. And it's like they're just waiting. Yeah. They're sitting like a goddamn ghost trap from Ghostbusters. Like, yeah. That's the. Uh, and I think. Yeah, you the say same... something about it? Yeah. No, I just don't know why you're doing it. Sure. What? What? Well, you don't know why? Huh. It's. Yeah, it's not that there is a problem with justice. it being done. It's the fact that it's. Come on. Look at us. <laughs> That's yeah. Look at Look what at we're doing. Look at how great we are. Yeah. We humble brag and make Thor a female. It's Look what at that. Um, I don't care. By the way, you can do whatever yeah. the fuck you want with it. I don't give a shit. It was like well, when I can't Superman be black. Fucking make it black. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. I am not going to say, well, look at you. You are so brave. You are so brave and smart and handsome and caring. And yeah. I can't believe you. Well, it's, it's, what it reminds me of is Dana Gould used to do a bit where he talked about uh, going to his college girlfriend's, like, for a vacation, like, mm -hmm. on, on a Christmas break or whatever, like, going to his girlfriend in college's parents' house for the break. And, like, well, you'll be sleeping downstairs and you'll be sleeping in the guest room. And my girlfriend's like, we are not children. It's not like in college. We don't have sex every night. Like, fuck. You realize, no, I'm not the boyfriend. I'm the I'm the statement of I'm grown up now and you can't tell me what to do, daddy. If it's honest, great. If you look at it, because it's one of those where Michael B. Jordan is Johnny Storm. Yes. I don't give a shit. That's fine. Yeah, because he's fucking great. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care about that. Uh -huh. it's, it's when they're doing it too. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Just poke you. Yeah. What do you think? Mm -hmm. And it's not that I give a shit that you're trying to do that. Yeah. It's the fact that you think you need to. Yeah. Well, That's what yeah. it is. You, yeah. Why are you poking me? Because you. You, yeah. you, know, yeah. you. You know you. You know you. Know you. you know you. I've heard your shows. What do you mean? Well, you know. You know. You, you know. No, you know. I don't know. What? That yeah. guy's a good actor. And for this story, he doesn't really make a fuck what color they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Bond could be black. Um, yeah. you, it could be. Yeah. What do you have to say about it? I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, but um, don't have him anywhere where there aren't a, more black people to call out from the bad guy. Yeah, you know, like, you know uh. bad guy probably shouldn't be hatching a scheme in Scandinavia. Yeah, where's Bond? He's right there. Yeah, he's that yeah. one. D don't have, don't don't have right, him. right there. Yeah, right, right there. Uh huh. Yeah. There. Maybe that, not Scandinavian now. Yeah. Maybe back in the sixties. But yeah, that that's and that's a that's I'm very much make, with you. You want to be that. progressive about shit that needs to be taken care of now by the fucking British Secret Service? Yeah. Make it from Pakistan. Yeah. Then we'll get some shit done. Yeah. Where is he? Don't know. Can't yeah. find him. He must <laughs> be getting some shit done right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, we're, we're, and that's where shit like get the right fucking person. Yeah. Part, I don't anyway, give a shit. I don't as I said, that... you could cast fucking Michael B. Jordan as me in a movie about me, and I'd be like, okay. I, will, I uh, of course go. No, this is ridiculous. Nah. Jim's not that good looking. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're too short. Yeah. Sorry, to buddy. Too short. Totally unbelievable. Cast Michael Jordan. Sure. No. Yeah. Closer. Yeah, closer. Yeah, same height actually. <clears throat> Uh, but no, Anyways, this I don't know how that uh, yeah, happens, but that's welcome to the show. Yeah, the, the Oscar Barbaric. thing. This oh, is that's right. this is just I love 
what I like is when they uh, uh, let's jump in and talk Danny Glover because we haven't talked much about Danny Glover. Uh, Coltrane. Coltrane. That, did you just call me Coltrane just now? No. no. But if I did, <laughs> oh, <laughs> lay it on me, Jack. What the fuck? Hey, man, lay it on me. What it reminds God, that's the best. What it sort of reminds me of is there was a Key and Peel bit where a guy was buying drugs from another guy. He'd always have to just hand me the money. He's like, all right, he puts the money in his hand. Yo, man, what it is? How you doing? What is with the Robin Williams routine, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, that, that, that's precisely yes. what it is. Like, lay it on me. What is with the thing, man? Hey, like, yeah. that, you might as well have done that. You are doing a Robin Williams routine right there. I like that he is the one character that you could describe as being a good person. Oh, absolutely. Without question in this movie. Yeah. Uh, that they show Ethelene's. Boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> All of them are Bond villains. Like, that is an interesting looking motherfucker. That is an even more interesting look. Okay, that is the most interesting looking man, but him. And the fact that of all of them, this is the only one she ever considered saying yes to is like, mm. huh. Yeah. Well, that's pretty damn cool. I get it. Mm-hmm. These are all the things I'm not. Mm hmm. Oh, and that was such a wonderful moment because it was. I didn't like you at first, but now I get it. And it is a, I want you to be happy with this. I want you to be happy with this. Be happy with him. It's It's okay. It's okay. And what's weird is if you look at it, it was pretty, I'm not sure how long it was after all of the events of the story that Royal died because the priest's leg still had not mended from the wedding. Right, so, so it wasn't very long. wasn't very long. It was you know, a handful of weeks. Yeah, he got, he got right with everybody, or as yeah. right as he could be, and then shuffled yeah. off. And the, the, how from the, the first time he acted like a dad to Chaz, mm-hmm. it was like, the dog is dead. And, well, uh, I, I, I got you this dog for the boys. Just bought it. Immediately, just bought it. And by the way, Dalmatians suck. Yeah, crazy. They're assholes. They're crazy. They're possessive. They're fucking asshole dogs. But, um, and just you know, laying there petting, and that moment where he breaks down, because the first person that he is honest with, yeah, after all of this, the first person he tells the fucking truth to is his dad, who he has refused to speak to, yeah, for so long, and then just breaks down. <laughs> and because how many times in your life have you had a moment like that where it's uh, what I what it reminds me of is there was a Years ago, when I was still in college, I was taking a German class, mm. and I'd been having a rough week, and I sit down to take a test, and it was one of those what I call etch-a-sketch moments, where I shake my head and everything vanishes. Right. Like, I knew the shit cold, and I looked down at the test, and I didn't know any of it. So it's just gone. And I took my glasses off to clean them with my shirt, and my glasses broke. Ugh. And I started not crying, but I was like, <laughs> I almost started crying, yeah. just because it was like... <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? Right. Fucking really. Like yeah, sure. everything hit. And it's just that finally letting it out to someone. Things have not been good with me. And immediately that weight is gone. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I understand, Chaz. Uh-huh. Believe you me. I, oh, yeah. I get it. I, I am that guy. Yeah. Like, oh, well. Uh, looks, looks to me as a family. The family has all died in a fire. Let's yeah. see. What needs to happen next? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then... 
let's take care of this now. Right. Uh-huh. I must go and take care of these things and not show any emotion right. for the rest of you. Yes. Because uh-huh. I'm Atlas, uh-huh. and I must show right. you all that I can be strong. Yeah. And then later that night, and you're... That, maybe. No, then, uh, you know, later then that night... A week have... later, it's fucking... No, you're going... Oh, it's one of these, you're going through the line at Wendy's, and like, yes. we don't have any nuggets. You don't have any fucking nuggets? Yes, yes. Oh, you're not going to see me tomorrow? That's fine. You're not going to see, no. see you tomorrow? That's what it is, huh? Fine. Yeah, that one... I thought we had some. Yeah, one stupid little thing happens, and it's... Sir, it's just called the cubes, not the meat wedge. I call it a meat wedge! Dad! <laughs> yes. Yes. Boom, there it is. Yes. It's... It's... Oh. I get it, Jess. Yeah. I understand. That break and... Walls, now! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the but fact is, that he, but he's like that though the yeah. entire movie. Yeah, he's he is on walls, the, walls, walls, yeah. walls, 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 sharp, 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 and, walls, walls. And the fact that the first person who sees it is his dad. Hey, listen to me. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. I think you're having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So your dad just told you the truth, and you're denying it because. Yeah. And, but also, could you imagine that plane crash? You and your kid survive, and your wife dies. Like. Yeah. You want to talk about fucking survivor's in a game guilt? Room. Yeah, no less. Yeah, in the game. Jesus game, yeah. Christ. Yeah, the survivor's guilt, the 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 pressure he feels with his kids, but the how cute and sweet his relationship with those kids are. Yeah, is when he, you know, I'll stay in here. That way we can all be together. And as soon as he lays down, that kid's off the top bunk, yeah. laying next to him, and that is his way of saying, "I don't know what's going on, but Dad, I know you need to know that it's okay." Yep, and it's okay. It's okay, Dad. Yeah, I don't understand it, but I'm going to do this. Yeah, because that's what's necessary at that moment. And it's so just... It's fucking beautiful. And I think because when it boils down to it, that the, the psychology of storytelling is whatever external things have to be gotten over, the most personal one, the most internal of the internal struggles needs to be the last one to be resolved. Yeah. And that's what le- lets you walk out of there with that feeling. You know, at the end of the first Rocky, mm-hmm. he's not even listening to the call of the fight. No. Adrian, I love you. I love you too. And it's done. And that is what matters. Yeah, that's in your it. victory. Yeah. And that's your victory. And with this, when it is, you know, he, he died, his son Chaz was the only one there to witness it and to realize Chaz. When dad is telling him I'm dying, sitting there flipping through a magazine, <laughs> whatever, I don't fucking care. Yep. I don't give a shit to, he's out with him and the kids and uh, he was there to witness it happen. Yeah. And the greatest epitaph in movie history, <laughs> no discussion about it. Royal Tannenbaum died while saving his family from the wrecks of a burning battleship. Uh, now the, nice. the music... Wes has always been really good, really good with music. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's all about the British invasion, mm-hmm. that era. And I like that he didn't just go with shit you would have heard of. There's a lot of stuff I'm like, I don't. No, I, don't I think know it was very much. Uh, I like this song at this point in my life. Yeah. I think the mood fits well here. Mm-hmm. So I really like this song. Yeah. Not. Oh, this is a song that people will recognize. Right. Yeah. Oh, this song. It's the Beatles. People love the Beatles. Right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, it's not that it's yeah. no contrivance. When when uh Margot gets off the bus in front of the uh the the boat dock mm-hmm. and it switches to that sl- that that slow motion shot, and I think it was that I've been out walking, you know that one. Yeah. I don't do too much talking these and the 
for the the guys in the Navy uniforms pass behind him. Yeah. I said to you, that is one, you know that that was the image he had in Absolutely. his head. It's all that. Of those dress whites in a perfect line coming out behind him. How perfect Every frame is, is like painted out. Yeah, yeah. For lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Constructed, as you put it. Yeah, it's, like it's pain, beautiful. Painstakingly constructed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and what blows me away is that these two guys met in a playwriting class at UT. Wow. Neither one of them was a film major. They just took this playwriting class and ended up becoming friends out of it. Right. And then they made a short movie. And then in a couple, well, in a month or whatever, two months or there, actually it's going to be a while, we'll hit Bottle Rocket and see what that birthed. Yeah. This one, though, from the word go, Wes and Owen have been about the characters. Because Bottle Rocket, I don't care for it. But I will say, because story-wise, it's weak. It's weak as shit, story-wise. Mm. Character and dialogue is fucking balls on. Yeah. Uh, Rushmore, fantastic story, and character and dialogue, perfect. This one, everything in it, it's like this and Rushmore, I think, fall into that perfect movie category. Yeah. There's also a great thing in their writing uh, where <laughs> they'll do this thing when I, I wrote that, well, I didn't write anything. Chuck Dynasty wrote something. Yeah, uh, yes. Where you just go off and you let yourself write something wacky. Yeah. And be as wacky as possible. Uh-huh. But then they come back and put a spine in it. Exactly, And yes. then they have always been a spine. But like, how do we decorate uh-huh. this, this tree? Yeah, as you said, it is a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, with... with drama with a billion ornaments. Like, yeah. so many ornaments you can hardly see the needles. Yeah. Uh-huh. Of... Well, it should, he should have been on a... Uh, well, what's Richie doing? What's Richie been? I don't know. Richie's been... Um, we on, like on a, on a boat. For we a like year? the ocean. He's been on the boats for a while. Okay, boat for well, a while. What's, the yeah. na- what's the name of the boat? Mm, good to view. That's hilarious. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. It's a lot of this little, and mm-hmm. all it is 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 dressing. It's just window yeah. dressing. It's not the it's not the windows. It's just a treatment. Uh, like making themselves laugh. But, yeah, as they build these but, little bitty things. But keeping it real, so far as the character goes, went like uh, Eli on the on the show. Wildcat. Yeah, I'm gonna leave now. I'm going to take this off and I'm going to go. And Royal, the hell kind of way to act is that. <laughs> right. It, it's perfect because at yeah. that point, there's no button that you could add on to that. The hell kind of way. Like, <laughs> yes, that is the line that needed yeah. to be there. Yeah. That is the line of dialogue that we had to have yes. at that moment. Yes. The hell kind of way is that to act. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And all the all the... All those little things come together. Yeah. It's easy yeah. to write wacky shit. Uh-huh. I'm not comparing no, not at all. those yeah. at all. I'm just yeah. using the example of it's easy to get yourself taken away with that. And it's fun. Uh-huh. And I can see them having fun yeah. in the script, yeah. but they also have that last stitch that pulls the, the wound closed. Yeah. Like, oh, there, everything fits yeah. together. Oh, and there it's it beautiful. That's nice. There it is. Yeah. I feel good here. Yes. And that is, that's the hardest part with this is getting the balance. Yeah. Just right, yeah, yeah. Because yes, if, if yes. one thing is off in this movie, it wouldn't work. If you know, if no. Eli was not believable, if uh, if Richie, they have to be completely normal people, normalish people in yeah. in a wacky setting or in weird clothes. Uh-huh. But people have to be real, yeah. yeah. And like you can identify with Royal being an mm. exaggerated version of some prick dad, yeah. You can yeah. identify with Chaz being 
obviously guarded. Well, how guarded can we make him? Obviously, yeah. we can't have him walking in a suit of armor. That would be too much. Yeah. What we can do is have him run a bunch of drills. Yeah. Ah. And always wearing a red tracksuit. Ah. Why? Because it's highly visible. Right. So when there is the impending disaster, he'll be able to spot his kids and they'll spot him right. easily. Um, yeah, Richie, he is, you know, that, 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 for, what's the most extreme version of forlorn we can do? Right. And Bill Murray, the, the <sighs> cuckholder, you've made a cuckold of me. Several times. Several times over. Uh, um, he has, he's colorblindness, an acute sense of hearing. Well, that, see, there's like, uh, Bill Murray is yeah. in some other weird time frame, just kind of jump fully formed out of Wes Anderson's mind. Yeah. He's the yeah. one guy, he probably doesn't have to do anything. Right. He probably brings his own clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Showed up with a beard and glasses. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, probably didn't did. write anything. Probably didn't right. write a fucking line. Right, right. Can he tell time? Oh, 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 oh God, no. Good good God, no. <laughs> I'm not colorblind, am I? <laughs> make these, make yes. these things how they're supposed to be. No, make no, no, like no. Mine. Make yours look like, look mine. like mine. Where's that red one going to go? Done. Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, how bizarre. How bizarre. The... Uh, <laughs> Colorblind and cute. I'm not colorblind, am I? Yes. Yes. I know. I don't. I don't have to raise my voice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, Bill Murray just kind of walked in, and Wes is like, "Yeah." And Dudley, that cab has a dent on it, and one over there, and another one there. Ah, How about the cardboard where the window should be? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. How about the fact that it's rusted through? Like, it's so wonderful because that. He's one of the few who's able to do quirk without it being Diablo Cody. There you go. Because there is a fine line. There is a hair's breadth between quirky and so annoying I want to kill you with a sledgehammer. Yeah. She doesn't need to have that pipe, Diablo. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't need that. Yeah. She's already doing all the other stuff. Uh She doesn't need to have that pipe. Well, I had a friend who had a pipe. Yeah, that's You know, I had a friend who had a pipe, too. Yeah. I'm not writing that in there. Right. Because... It's a, much. it's that, it's a bridge too far. Yeah. Well, he has a Falcon named Mordecai. Yeah. yeah and it yeah. works. It works. It works. It works. It, it fits here. It really it just does. does. Why does it fit there? Just look, sugar. Mm-hmm. This fits. Yeah. Sorry. She has a writing Oscar. Wes and Owen don't. <clears throat> well, there you go. Yeah. They lost this one to Gosford Park. You know, the classic script to Gosford Park that people still talk oh, about man, and study I, all I, the time. I studied all the time. Yeah, I mean, I know. I some, remember when the, uh, the, the, scene the when line that he says, says when Welcome he, to Gosford yes, Park. Yes. I thought, oh, man. And, and then later when they're like, Ah, it's just another season in Gosford, Gosford Park. Park. That, seriously, you know, we quote that all the time. Why, Wilhelm, there's nowhere to park at Gosford Park. Nice. Great. It, it really is. Stuff. Yeah. It genuinely, like right there, it chills. Yeah. Because you really, when, when Wilhelm and, uh, and um, um, Anna. Uh, Anna were, were driving the, um, uh, the Model T. The, it was the Model T. Uh huh. And they, they were, they, they couldn't find a place, but they needed to because there was that, uh, the, the one, ice uh, cream stand. The ice cream stand in Gosford Park mm-hmm. that they were going to because they had a, uh, they had a meeting with, uh, um, a dental assistant. The, the dental assistant from the hospital where uh, Wilhelm's father had died. Right. That was called, you all know this. Right. You all know Gosford this Park. scene. Yeah. Classics. <laughs> and if we're wrong, Classic. you'll never know. 
fucking no one fucking cares oh, about goddamn Gosford Park. God. Because the Academy is a bunch of 90 million year old white men. And I love what Hope said. There's somebody she reads. I was like, I don't understand why Jennifer Lawrence gets nominated for everything. She's a good actress, all that. Oh, yeah. Why does she? It's because all of the old white guys who vote for shit for the Academy, she's their favorite granddaughter. She reminds them of their favorite granddaughter. Oh, wow. The fire rises. And well done. That is fucking perfect. It's Ooh, so true. Woo. Mm-hmm. You're perfect. I paint a picture, bomb the hoochies with precision. Ain't nothing, Ain't but, nothing but a gangster party. She's delightful. She's wonderful. I love her. Man. Yeah, this is, it's, it's one of those movies where the subtlety of the humor, no. uh, the realness of the characters, the relationships, the... How the desires are there for the beginning, like Eli's first conversation with Margo. Uh, why would you particularly go out of your way to say I'm not a genius? Do you think I'm not a genius? Yeah, I don't use that word lightly. You didn't even have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and because in, in right there, first time you see him talk to another character. Yeah, everything he wants is plainly laid out. I want, I need this family to think I am special because they are everything to me. Right, this is my family. And I need that from them. Mm-hmm. You know, Richie, uh, just sending off letters. I, I haven't left my room in two days. I, I, I think I'm in love with Margo. Yeah. It's everything in there. He's lost. Immediately. He is adrift. Oh! What? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. It's everything painted on the nose to not uh-huh. be on the nose. Yeah. It's exa- It's like the, in Gosford Park. Yes. Exactly. I exactly mean, it's like Gosford dead like Park. in Gosford Park. Mm-hmm. You know, when her father's dying and she goes, ah, daddy, I'll always remember the seasons we spent in Gosford Park. And yeah. he goes, ah, and dies. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Exactly they all the have what they need laid out. Yep. Chaz, safety. Wow. Yeah. And because, gee, somebody who doesn't have a, whose dad has fucked him over in every imaginable way, doesn't feel secure. Yeah. You know, yes. A, a girl whose father went out of his way at every opportunity to show that you're not part of my family and I don't really care. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just a bunch of little kids. I'm just going to go with all these random weird guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. When he, st- when Margot stood up and got her stuff at the birthday party and put his present back right. in front of him. And looks back and just, not once, not uh, twice, but thrice. Yeah. Eye on him the whole time. And just the look on her face. Uh, on, 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 on she Holding the birthday holding cake. Holding cake with the candles on it like... That he was, was never invited to any more birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It just... Perfect. It really is. It really is. Down to the use of Alec goddamn Baldwin. Yeah. Baldwin is that voiceover. Just Baldwin. So Why? Mm. Yeah, because. Okay. Because we yes. can. Oh. Yeah. Cool. But I thought he was... No, no. He's mm. not working on Gosford Park. No, he's not. Everyone's on Gosford Park, mm. though. Damn. What a get. I know, really. We really outdid. We outfoxed the Gosford Fark, Gosford Fark <laughs> folks, the Gosford Park folks on this one. Yeah. Point Tenenbaum, and again the Richie fucking tennis match. Uh, he's oh, yes. taking off both of his shoes and one of his socks. I, I think he's crying. Is he crying? I've never seen this before. Yeah, I've never seen. And then when when he throws the <laughs> he racket. throws the racket, just, oh, and the cover of Sports Illustrated, the meltdown. Perfect. It really, really is genuinely. God damn. And this is something we could go on for hours oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think. I don't it's think, good. It really is. I don't think there's anything more we have to say about no, it. No, no. Next week, uh, we're probably going to we're gonna record it this week, but it's going to be out next week. This movie I'm so psyched for, for a couple reasons. First off, we're counting this as episode 300. Whoa, really? Yeah. Whoa. 
Yeah. Wow. And I'm doing that because I think you will like this movie this much. It is called Hopscotch. Huh. It is a spy movie with Walter Matthau. I love Walter Matthau. And it is probably, it is one of the best things you'll ever see Walter Matthau in. It is spine number 163. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch with yeah. that big fun um, on the motherfucking bayou. So does that about, uh, hold on a moment, hold on a moment. I think it would be safe to say that at this point, we have uh, we've exhausted this subject, and it might be time to uh, to move forward. Where the fuck? Oh, there we go. I'm sitting here trying to search, and it won't let me. But uh, I'd say we're good, right? Yep. Okay. So uh, there it is. Until next time. This honestly, I think is the best fuck of both of them. Uh, Queen and David Bowie under pressure. Check us out at www.thefilmthugs.com or at www.thelifemasters.podbean.com. Email us at thefilmthugs at gmail.com. Check us out on uh, email, face, you know, all that shit. 512-666-RANT or Skype us at the underscore film underscore thugs. And until next time, shut up and listen.
Pressure. Pressure.